In today's episode, we are discussing what we were taught about self-love. Peace and light, family. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Last week, we delve into how important it is to take care of ourselves. It is imperative you remember how much you matter. Having a healthy relationship with yourself is the biggest key to your success and healing after a life of abuse. Taking care of yourself is just one way of doing that. It is also a way of expressing how you love yourself. This week, we are discussing what we were taught about self-love. I'll start the conversation by sharing what I was taught. Hopefully, you will feel free to either leave a voice message on the Anchor app so I can hear the values you were taught, email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com, or you can also leave a comment on the blog if you prefer to do it that way. The link to the blog will be in the show notes. One of the most powerful lessons I learned came from my aunt, my mother's sister, who is also my godmother. She took me to the side one day because I worked full time while I was in high school and wanted to spend some time with me as most elders did in that day. Auntie wanted to talk to me about how I was treating myself, not as well as I was treating everyone else. I am the eldest of 20 grandchildren, and I had to support my family by helping with all the children. I didn't have any monetary obligations, but sometimes I had to help with my two sisters financially and the other grandchildren with other things. My responsibility was to assist them mentally, spiritually, help them with their chores, and make sure they did everything they were supposed to do so they wouldn't get into trouble. Part of my self-love journey, which is one of the first things I learned, is that my aunt noticed I was doing for everyone in the family and my friends, but I wasn't doing anything for myself, and I worked so hard. I would take my money and put it back into the family, and so she took me to the side and said, always make sure you take care of you first because nobody can receive anything from you at all if you're not where you're supposed to be with you first. She said, I don't care if it's a pack of nabs or a honey bun. What you need to do is make sure you buy yourself one thing because nobody else worked hard for that paycheck but you. So make sure you do something for yourself. I really appreciate that talk we had that day. It helped to deter a lot of things, especially when it came to codependency. Auntie saw me traveling towards that road being spiraled down to codependency behavior quick and at a very early age. Codependency is another topic for discussion on another episode, so stay tuned. The thing I learned besides taking care of myself in that manner is to take care of myself from the inside out. I'm going to take a moment here to share some things I do to express love to myself emotionally, spiritually, financially, mentally, and of course, my diet. Hopefully, it will give you insight on things you can do to express love to yourself. Now, as far as my diet, changing my diet saved my life. I used to struggle with asthma and fibromyalgia really bad. 
Although I worked out five to six days a week, which greatly subsided the pain from the fibromyalgia, my breathing was horrible. Some of my family members and friends met me at the ER to help drive me home after being treated because it was so difficult for me to drive after losing so much oxygen. My breathing was so bad I had to have two nebulizer machines, one at home and the other I kept in my locker at work so I could have treatments throughout my shifts. At the age of 40, I made a conscious decision to become healthier and shake off all those drugs I was prescribed to keep me going. The problem was, although I exercised a lot, I never changed how I ate. I began listening to my body more, which is an expression of self-love, and decided to delete a lot of things such as no longer eating three loaves of bread and a pan of cornbread in a week by myself, drinking three gallons of milk in a week by myself. My diet now consists of no meat, no dairy, and no eggs. These are the things I discovered after paying attention and listening to my body what was hurting me. Since doing that, I went from a size 20. Well, actually, I needed to be in a 22, but I was just not going there at all. So I went from a size 20 to a size 14. I'm very comfortable as a 14. I can move, breathe, and enjoy life so much better. I dropped from 223 pounds to 160, which is where I pretty much stay today. I don't stress myself out so much about two or three pounds I gain. I just adjust what I eat, how I eat it, and how often. I also give myself a 10-pound range to work with instead of panicking because I gained some of it back. Sticking with a 10-pound range, whether going up or down, works well for me. That two to five was making me so mad. Although I treat myself out to eat once a month, I still keep in mind my diet so I don't get off track. I'm very intentional about where I go to a restaurant that accommodates my diet. I have a book I'm releasing later this year about my health journey and the healing I went through managing my self-esteem from childhood to an adult. How you feel about yourself has an effect on how you treat yourself, which takes me to the next area, emotions. What I do to express love to myself emotionally, I do a lot of meditation. I meditate early in the morning before I start my day. I also do it at the close of my day before going to bed. Oftentimes, depending on the level of stress during the day, I will also do it a third time, depending on what's going on. Each quarter, I join in a global community of meditation exercises with Oprah and Deepak Chopra. I learn so much more about myself each time and continue utilizing the skills I gain to love myself even more. Another thing I do for myself mentally is I have so many affirmations I share with myself. Most I personally wrote and will share with you soon. I will be opening my online store back up in April so you can purchase your copy of Poetic Self-Love Affirmations. This book also has a workbook you can use to work through your journey of self-love. How affirmations support you will be discussed on another episode in the next season, 
which begins next week. There is definitely nothing wrong with being emotional. It is how we were created, both male and female. Where the problem comes in is how we harness, or the lack thereof, our emotions. This is why I suggest, especially after a life of abuse, seeing a mental health specialist. Having one in my life has been a tremendous help in turning my life around. I only needed someone to listen, and that's what I got. Now, this leads me into what I do for myself mentally to express love for myself. What I do for myself mentally? I see a mental health specialist, something I highly recommend you do, especially coming out of a life of abuse. I chose a psychotherapist for talk therapy because that was what I needed and what I wanted to talk. I needed someone to safely dump everything on without judgment. No scriptures, no metaphors, no anything except an attentive ear. My therapist asked me questions and allowed me to express myself freely as I answered each one, giving him indication of where my head and heart really were. This also informed me of the same things. My mental health specialist also affirmed me during each session and assured me I was on the path of healing in a great way. Because of the coping skills I had already acquired, he didn't need to assist me with any. This is also in thanks to the wonderful psychologists and psychiatrists I worked with years ago for the state of Virginia. One of my many tasks was to support our clients with their coping skills to manage their lives in a healthier manner as they began integrating back into the community. I picked up a lot and started using some of those skills on myself. Training my brain is another act of love for myself. Being analytical is my biggest function as I work and in my personal life. I wonder about so much and always have a list of things to research by the time I go to bed at night that I ponder ideas of each of those things as I go to bed before researching them the next day. That's why meditation is so important to me. It helps me to slow down my mind and get it into rest mode so I can function properly the next day. Elevate, which is an app that I found in the Apple Store, and you can also find it in the Google Play Store. I use it to help train my brain because that's what I do a lot on my job. I'm very analytical by nature always doing things that cause my mind to stretch. That's why a lot of times as I'm speaking or doing live streams, you hear me tick off lists. That's just the way I process. Enjoying how you process is a way of self-love. Don't waste precious moments wishing you did things the way someone else does or often as they do. Appreciate the value that you are. You are very valuable just the way you are. You don't like something about yourself? Change it, but make sure your intentions are pure on why you're changing it. Don't do it because that's what someone else is doing and you see the results they're getting. Do it if it's complementing who you are and is adding value to you. Because if it's not adding value to you and if it's not complementary to you, then you're going to have some repercussions for that. My third and final thing I do for myself mentally is school. Now, my mom used to tease me as a child about being her professional student. She always said that's what I was going to do with my life. I had an obsession with books as a child. 
Nothing was beyond me studying or researching. Yes, it may be an expensive way of expressing love to myself, but school is something I will probably never give up. It's something important to me and it's something important for me. I will probably be there until I just absolutely can no longer go. Spending a lot of time in nature is something I do for myself spiritually. If you follow me on Instagram, you will quite often see me on one of my nature walks in my stories. As a child, I remember asking my grandfather who helped raise me, who is God? My family is very faith-based, but I wanted to know why everyone was so excited by this being that I never saw. My grandfather asked me, what sustains you? I said, sir, he said, what sustains you? What keeps you moving and breathing and growing? So I thought about it. And we were outside in the backyard where he had the orchard and the vegetable patch. I, I looked up and I said, the sun helps me. He said, what does the sun do for you? I said, it gives me my vitamin D and it gives me other nutrients and it helps me to, to feel good about myself. He said, that's sustaining you. That's God. He said, what else do you see? I said, we have an orchard. We have apples and we have peaches and we have pears. I said, these are things that we eat. He said, these are things that sustain you. That's God. And there were a couple of other things that he said. So that's something that I love doing for myself, spending time in nature and appreciating everything nature has to offer me to help sustain myself. This is what I do for myself spiritually. Financially, now for those of you who have been following me for some time, you know what I've done. The first thing I did after my husband and I were separated was hire a bookkeeper. One of the most stress relieving things I have ever done for myself. I have become very good at taking care of my finances before marriage. I was out of debt. I owed nobody anything. I had saved money, quite a bit of money, and was working on growing my business. I had a need for absolutely nothing. During my abusive marriage, I lost everything. I recognized how hurt my finances were just like me, so I needed a lot of help mentally and emotionally as it related to my finances. I decided it was best to hire someone so I could win instead of losing when it came to business and finances. I'm at a point now where I'm taking the reins of my finances. My bookkeeper still supports me handling the finances of my business. I can manage my personal finances on my own. As you take care of yourself from the inside out, you will become more aware of your likes, dislikes, wants, and needs. Knowing who you are and getting to know more of who you are so you are aware of your likes and dislikes will enable you to know what triggers you when you get upset, depressed, happy, excited, moody. Those things help you when you spend a lot of time with yourself. A lot of people don't take the time to spend time with themselves. Some people don't because they don't care for themselves and some don't because they are not mindful of, okay, I need some rest. Something I quite often suggest is place you on the schedule first. Before you put anyone else on the schedule, put you on the schedule first. You'll be your first client. 
your first priority, your first income producing activity. It makes your day a whole lot better. Spending time with yourself will definitely be discussed in another episode. So stay tuned. Hopefully, I have said something to encourage you to love yourself more. You are a great asset in this world, and it is very important after a life of abuse to see a physician and a mental health counselor to help you excel as you recover. Let us know in the voice message on the Anchor app or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to love yourself. We would love to chit-chat with you and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with us and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. The free resources for the Starting Over series will be available for download pretty soon. It is now March and the editing is still in progress. So be on the lookout for those. You can visit our blog at bit.ly forward slash PE diary. That's bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E-D-I-A-R-Y. You can also connect with us on Instagram and at Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit us again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week as we begin season two with the Recovery After Abuse series. Thank you.